today. Welcome to Hoop There It Is with WRUF Steve Russell and ESPN basketball analyst Mark Wise. Hoop There It Is, brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. Now, let's go to the studio with Steve and Mark on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. My friend over here doesn't know this, but I'm going to tell you what. I couldn't wait what? to have Mark Wise here. <laughs> I got so many things to bring up to you today after what happened this past week in basketball. It's just another week in hoops, uh, man. No, you'll hear. You'll hear. <laughs> and they may be the worst questions you'll ever get, but I've got okay. a few of them. That's all right. uh, but anyway, how are you? Welcome to another edition of Hoop. There it is. Alongside Mark Wise, I'm Steve Russell. We thank you for being here talking basketball. Brad will produce uh, our our show today. A lot to talk about, Mark, but I obviously with Gator fans, right? got to be pretty happy. Uh, you, you go to Morgantown, <laughs> you beat a good West Virginia team, and you score 80-plus points in the process. Yeah, I went back yesterday because the Florida game was on at the same time that the game that I had on Saturday was, so I didn't get to see it live, but I went back yesterday and, and watched it. They were so good offensively. They won the game with their offense. I, I know that they're talking about some combination because West Virginia, you know, uh, shot 33% in the second half, but I'm watching the second half and you know, Florida's down five, down six constantly in the first, especially the first 10 minutes of the second half. And I even think Carl Ravitch made the comment that neither team's playing much defense right now. And so uh, Florida kept making shots when they were down. And the difference in the game was as it went down the stretch, Florida continued to make shots. And so I, I like their uh, pace of offense in terms of looking for early offense, whether it be in transition or even on the half court. So I thought Florida was marvelous at attacking uh, the offensive end and as a consequence, huge, huge, huge road win. Yep, big one. Um, I watched a lot of basketball the other day good uh because of this and and, and i know it's a great challenge by it the is way. and, and, and I the know, games were and i know what your point was last week that sometimes coaches don't like to take a break you know and play. right i love this format do you yeah uh, i think everybody's wrapping their arms around it a little bit more now and i made this comment on the air in in my game uh this challenge this year i thought took on more meaning because and maybe we talked about this last monday as well um, in this year of fewer non-conference games with the, the number of games you're being able to play being less with, with the season getting kicked back two weeks with all the COVID interruptions and the pop-up games, there's just less non-conference data, period. And so um, it was. It, I thought it was a huge, uh, for teams that got what I would call great wins, a, a huge resume, Oklahoma, that's a huge resume uh, a builder. Um, t- Tennessee needed a, a, a big-time win in, in a big-time way, and, and certainly this is not vintage Kansas, and we're, we're all going to agree to that. But Tennessee needed to play that way, and I thought they played faster. I was able to watch them. They played faster yep. offensively. Agreed. And uh, I, th- I, th- I thought they quit looking – I thought they quit passing up good shots, looking for something better, getting something worse. And that's basically what the shot clock does for you. I mean, if you get a good look in the first 15 seconds, take it. Because 
the numbers tell us, the data tells us, the analytics tell us that as that clock gets into the last seven seconds of a possession, your shot percentage goes way down. So I thought they got into that. Obviously, when you make shots, it, it makes you, you know, you can't just shoot shots, but you got to make them. And so Tennessee made them, Florida made them. Those are those are two good wins for the league. And they won, you know, I'm, I'm very disappointed that Kentucky and Texas did not get to play. Um, but from a conference perspective, you'll take the win. Uh, and how about Lon Kruger? Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> I... I, I kept reading uh, um, Twitter the other day uh, after Oklahoma had won, um, and everybody's talking about uh, Lon Kruger not getting enough credit, um, and maybe that's so, but the people in the business, we, we don't think that way. No. I mean, you can't take, you know, he's one of two coaches who have only taken, who've taken five different programs, he and Tubby Smith, and Tubby Smith is trying to take his sixth at high point. Now, I don't know if he'll get there, but... Uh, they've taken five different teams. If you can take five different teams throughout your career, five different programs in, in, into the NCAA tournament, you're obviously doing a lot of things correct. The The surprising thing about the Oklahoma win is they did it without Reeves, Reeves without yeah. Reeves playing and another starter. But um, I thought they set the tone early defensively. They did not allow Alabama to get transition looks, quick looks. They made Alabama shoot shots later in possessions and um, basically controlled the game for the most part. All right, we got a lot to cover here. Um, if you want to call us on the Campus USA phone line, you can do so, 392-8255. But we'll start with our Play of the Week, brought to you by Center State Bank with four Alachua County locations to serve you better. Play of the Week, Mark. Okay, let me set this up. Okay. Arkansas State is ahead of UT Arlington by one with 7.9 seconds to go. So they're shooting free throw, up one, shooting the bonus. They miss. Texas Arlington's leading scorer, Hotta Wells, get, the pass comes out to him, and he, he goes 75 feet without anybody picking him up. And it's the darndest thing you've ever seen. Go look at it on, on ESPN's website. But he scores off the window, gets some late challenge, but basically scores at the buzzer to win. They, the officials, that's not where the story ends. The officials go to the monitor to make sure he gets the ball off. And I won't be able to do this for the radio listeners, but the official comes away from the review and goes like this. Whoa. Okay, which... What he meant was that's the end, the end of, the of the game, game, okay, because they had already counted the shot. So he wasn't waving off the shot, but by doing this, you know, <laughs> no good kind of signal, yeah. it threw, including the guy who was doing the radio for Texas Arlington because he goes, oh, this shot's no good. No, it is good. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a really strange ending. That's my play of the game. But that is the right signal. By the official, yeah, but you, it's confusing. You got to do a little. I would, you know, I would count the basket. Yeah. Game over. I, yeah. I, I would, I would, yeah. But that's interesting. It was, it was really wow. funny. I'm watching it, going, <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, got a lot of questions of the week here. Uh, brought to you by Paul Gardner Chiropractic, committed to your comfort and care. You can send them to hoop. Uh, there it is, show at gmail.com. Willie in Gainesville yeah. said, uh, when the Gators beat Vandy for their third straight win at control of the game to the last 10 minutes, right. what did Vandy change? What the Gator, can the Gators learn from it? 
Well, Vandy went down the floor and pressed, and Florida did not handle it very well. Um, uh, again, did, you know, everybody's going to talk about Vandy, you know, because it's Vandy, and they made a run at Florida late. Well, Vandy controlled South Carolina from start to finish the other day, pick up their first win. Um, our, our game is a game of runs, and if you show a chink in the armor, and that's exactly what Florida did once – Vanderbilt started pressing, um, and and Florida made some ill-advised decisions, and then you get a little tentative down the stretch, and all of a sudden you find yourself in a position you didn't think you were going to be in. So, um, guess what? Though three weeks from now, that will be a W. Yep. Period. Lena and Alachua. I didn't think the Gators would make the tournament this year, but if they keep playing like this, they could make it and do well. Can you explain how March Madness will work this year? Will it be in March? There'll be games all over the country. Okay, it will be in March, according to Dan Gavitt, who runs the NCAA tournament for the NCAA, um, who does a fabulous job, by the way. Uh, the change is the entire tournament will be in Indianapolis. So let me um, clarify something for everybody because I had it clarified for me. I had to call the league office on Saturday. We were interviewing the commissioner during our game on Saturday, and so I wanted to make sure... I wanted to make sure nothing was off off topic, okay? So anyway, here's here's the thing about testing and the NCAA tournament that I did not know that everybody needs to know. The NCAA says you have to have seven straight days of uh, negative tests before you get to Indianapolis. Okay, what I thought that meant, and I think what the vast majority of people thought, is that, it, for instance, the first four is on a Friday, Everybody will be playing, well, most everybody will play, or half the field will play on Saturday, okay? So the SEC tournament ends on Sunday, okay? So there's not seven days between Sunday and Saturday, but that's not what they meant. What they mean is you must have seven consecutive negative days before you get to Indy. So if and most teams will probably arrive on Saturday, Sunday, Monday before the tournament begins on Friday. Whatever day you arrive, you've got to have seven negative consecutive days of testing before you're allowed to get to Indy. So from that perspective, the conference tournaments are really not connected to the NCAA tournament. Does gotcha. that make sense? It makes sense. So the SEC tournament will go as scheduled as of right now. Remember, it's a 13-team event because Auburn will not play. Uh, Let's go to our Campus USA phone line quickly. Uh, John, hello. Yeah, good afternoon, Steve, and welcome, Mark. Um, Just kind of surmising what you're just saying is, so if you're into the SEC tournament, you get to Sunday, part of those weekend days or part of the seven days? No, what, what that means, forget about the tournament. Okay. Yeah. If you know you're going to be in the NCAA tournament, so let's let's say you're Gonzaga. Okay. It doesn't matter when your conference tournament. If you're planning on arriving in Indianapolis on the Sunday before the event begins the following weekend. Okay. Then you've got to work backwards seven days of negative tests. So those teams in the SEC, in my opinion, will start their seven day negative tests. Monday or Sunday before the SEC tournament, right. if, if that makes sense. I got you. Okay. Hey, um, 
what an impressive win. I know you guys just talked about it. I'm just tuning in briefly, um, but I know Norman's circumstances, you know, they say 20 wins is, is a benchmark of getting into the tournament, obviously missing a lot of the non-conference games. What what record does Florida need to have? What's the least amount of wins does Florida have in order to get into the tournament? Well, again, wins are insignificant. It plays no role whatsoever. It's good fodder for talk radio, talk television. Um, it's all about your resume. And uh, I don't care if you play uh, – I think Florida's on track to play 24 games if everything goes according to Hoyle. Uh, 27 is the most you can play. So even getting to 20 wins would be quite an accomplishment this year. So it's who did you play, who did you beat, where did you beat them? And the NCAA went to that net system. We're going to talk a little bit more about the net and resumes as we get a little bit closer uh, to Selection Sunday, which is less than six weeks away, by the way. Six weeks from yesterday. So, again, it's it's all about what did you do in Quadrant 1. It's a very data-driven process. Now, the question becomes, you know, how much does an eye test play? Here's where the eye, in my opinion, here's where the eye test comes into play. I think any of us can pick the first 30 non, uh, uh, non-automatic uh, qualifiers in the, in the uh, at-large field. Where it gets sticky is, is getting the last six. So there might be 15 teams, and I'm going to tell you what, those 15 teams, data-wise... They're going to be like, you know, within a, a minuscule of each other. So what comes into play? I think you're going to have to re- rely on uh, every committee member in the NCAA committee is responsible for at least one conference. So you're going well, to rely on that committee member to give you what I think is an eye test. I mean, I mean it's a big win against West Virginia. That's a, you know, it's a resume. Quad one. Quad, yeah. Huge quad one win. John, I appreciate I your you. call. Thank hey, you, have sir. Have a good one, man. All right. Uh, let's go. Keep going with our questions here, Mark. Uh, college basketball and Philly lost legend when yeah, John Chaney passed. Yeah. Your thoughts on his legacy? You know, uh, like most great coaches, he was a complicated guy. Um, I think the people that played for him hated him at the time and loved him for the rest of their life. Uh, that's certainly you know my outside looking in. I know all the people in Philadelphia. Um, you know, mourn a guy who who kind of was a trailblazer uh, in, in this day and age of um, where we should have more appreciation for Black Lives Matter. Uh, he kind of set the tone in coaching in a lot of ways. Uh, that was from Harold and Ocala. Ronnie says, is there going to be an MIT tournament this year? Well, again, as of right now, the plan is yes. Now, I don't know what it will look like. I don't think the NCAA – remember, the NCAA now runs the NIT as well. So there is no separate – NIT, like the used to be in the old days, um, where it was a bunch of guys, you know, in a back room in New York. It doesn't work that way. They have a committee as well. So it'll be interesting to see because all, uh, you know, are the semis and championship game played in Madison Square Garden? Or does this become an on campus event only? So uh, I think that's going to be a to be determined. Kim in Gainesville uh, loves when you are working ESPN, you're calling the game. What games you doing this week? Uh, Wednesday night, I have Texas A&M and Vanderbilt. So both are coming off wins. Uh, Texas A&M's the worst offensive team in the league, and Vanderbilt's the worst defensive team in the league. And here's the thing about having what is, you know, quote-unquote a bad game. And this is what I learned in coaching. 
That game Wednesday night, Texas Vanderbilt at Texas A&M, will only be played one time. Ever. Ever. So as a coach, I think you learn that and to give it the respect it's due because your job's on the line. As broadcasters, we have to do that because of that very fact. No question. So um, that's the only game that that's the only time that game will be played, and Roy Philpot and I will give it the respect it deserves. Uh, Dutch and we and, may get great theater, by the way. Yeah, Dutch and Boone, North Carolina. Wow, ski, con- ski country. Uh, bracketologists starting to do their work. Lenardi has the Gators as a seven seed. Do you that, agree with that or too early? Uh, it's too early, but that's going up. I can tell you today. He comes out on Tuesdays and Fridays, so look for tomorrow's because I get an email daily. And on the weekends, on Saturdays, we get emails, I don't know, about four times a day from Lenardi. I'm on that chain. So, uh, But I appreciate the kind words about the games. Uh, Darren in Morgantown. Okay. Uh, beating West Virginia there, the best one of the Gator season so far. Tale of two halves. What adjustments did Mike White make to dominate the second half? Well, I don't, again, I think if the scores, if I remember correctly, the score was tied or both teams were trading back and forth with six minutes to go. So I don't, I don't consider anybody dominating. Uh, Florida continued to make shots. I, 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 when coaches say you got to defend and rebound, no, you don't. As a matter of fact, I would argue, and I've said this before, your offense, if you, if you want your defense to play better, play better offense. If you want your team to be tougher, play better offense. If you want your team to have more energy, play better offense. I'm telling you, that's where the solution of a lot of problems lies. Brian and Gainesville, Castleton had done the great game for the Gators, good for right. the charity, stripe, five block shots. How does his success translate to the team's success? No question. We're going to talk in Chuck Tuck a little bit about not only what Florida is doing, but what most everybody's doing right now, this four-out high ball screen. Um, he, he has given them a presence in, on both ends of the floor. I mean, I, I, again, I'm going to repeat what I've said. The, the question marks I had for Florida coming into the year were up the middle. Point guard because of the loss of Nimhard. Five man because of the loss of Blackshear. Trey Mann has done a sensational job. Appleby has done a sensational job at the point. They've answered that question. And Castleton may be the biggest surprise in the Southeastern Conference. Kerry and Orange Park, Baylor and Gonzaga continue undefeated season. Will yeah. either one win the championship? Well, that's the million-dollar question. Would you take Baylor and, and Gonzaga, or would you take the field? And, and, and the smart money, the smart bet would be to always take the field. The field. Um, the, what's interesting to me, and, and we'll, it, this will be interesting when it's all said and done, but Gonzaga has this problem every year, and it has not really impacted them in the NCAA tournament in a big-time way. But they're going to go the next month and not get pushed. I mean, that's just bottom line. Yep. Baylor's getting pushed. I mean, uh, the other day, Auburn pushed them. Yep. Um, they're going to continue to get pushed in the Big 12. Gonzaga is not. I've said I thought it was Gonzaga and a big gap, and I see that gap narrowing each week because of that. Okay. Uh, Paul in Madison, Florida. Locke Appleby, my favorite man, playing incredible, great games against West Virginia. How good are these guys <laughs> together? We just talked about it. Yeah, I mean, they're um, make shots, man. I, I, I like the way they have kind of – they are understanding, I think, what Mike White wants from them in a role perspective. They're not trying to do too much. Now, does a guy occasionally 
do something you makes you scratch your head. Yeah, but you know, I I had TCU in Missouri the other day, and they both had players that did that. Jamie in Jacksonville, worship Florida be ranked. He thinks, or I guess it's he thinks, uh, playing like a top ten team. Well, I would tell you that being ranked is maybe seven hundred and fifty first on my order of importance. Uh, it just doesn't matter. You what you you the the ranking that matters is the net ranking. Yep. Brady and Pensacola, SEC won the Big 12 Challenge 5-4. Yeah. Uh, how many SEC teams do you think make the tournament? Uh, I, six, as of right now. Uh, Arkansas, I think, is in the last four buys, according to Lenardi. I got in a lot of trouble last Wednesday because I actually I ranked the teams in the SEC each week, uh, one through five, my top five. And I had Auburn in there and not Arkansas. And, yes, I'm very much aware that Arkansas beat Auburn twice. But when I evaluate Auburn, I, I don't e- I don't even look at their overall resume, their overall a- accomplishments. Their record right now in the SEC, in my way of thinking, is four and two, because that's what they've played with Sharif Cooper, and so their win against Missouri, in my view, is better than Arkansas's best win, which is over Auburn. So that being said, I've got Auburn barely, barely ahead of Arkansas. Trevor and Gainesville, our final one. He saw a lot of bad officiating oh my over goodness. the weekend. Is there a place for NCAA coaches or teams to complain about the refs? Well, how about let's complain about the play instead of the refs all the time. I, I, every time a game has a lot of fouls and a lot of free throws, everybody wants to blame the refs. Right. Well, here's a novel idea. Stop fouling. Yep. That's a simple solution. Yeah. So I, I can tell you for every foul that gets called in a game, there are five others on the floor. So, no, nobody wants 100 fouls. I get that point. But um, we're, we're as, we, as I say every year, we slip back to the same point where uh, officials are calling fewer and fewer whistles. And then everybody, guess what? When you don't make calls – Coaches get livid. They'll they'll get livid on a call, but they move on. But if you do a non-call, that man, that that just you now you got both coaches mad at you. Right. All right. Those are our questions of the week. Brought to you by Paul Gardner Chiropractic, committed to your comfort and care. And again, if you want to send them in, hoop there it is show at gmail.com. We'll take a break. Come back. Much more to come on this edition of Hoop There It Is. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. It's hoop season, and there's many of you out there will try and act like the Gators do on the court and relive the glory days. But when you get the aches and pains from doing the moves you shouldn't be trying anymore, you'll know it's time to see Dr. Paul Gardner, and he'll fix you upright. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they've got affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that'll get you better in no time. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you diagnosed the right way. So call them today at 727-4438. At Center State Bank, they put business first. They're the largest community bank in the state of Florida and understand that small businesses need a community business partner that they can rely on. 
Center State has five convenient Alachua County locations to serve you better. They invite you to come in and experience the Center State difference. To learn more, visit centerstatebank.com. Center State Bank, member FDIC. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. You might know that State Farm agent Ruz Agra has great service. He's your good neighbor, after all, but did you know that State Farm has surprisingly good rates, too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Ruz Agra has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Gainesville and North Central Florida. So call State Farm agent Ruz Agra at 352-240-1779 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Worry with crime prevention security systems by preventing package theft with their doorbell camera. Contact them today at cpss.net. Welcome back to there it is alongside Mark Wise. I'm Steve Russell. Thank you for tuning us in today. Uh, it is now time, Mark, for our Chalk Talk segment, brought to you by Meldon Law, the only official law partner of the Florida Gators. Take it away. Well, I've got a couple of boards here, and I'm going to show you how the four out, one in works. And this is what most teams are doing um, in some form or fashion. They get to it in different ways, but... Um, Castleton is the five-man here, obviously. So I, I'm going to lose um, um, audio here just a little bit. So I'm going to work around and see if I can mess around here. You're okay, good. so Castleton comes out and sets the screen. And theoretically, what anybody would want to do is go to the right side. Okay, and why would you do that? Because there's less help here. There's only one guy. Whereas on the weak side, you have two guys. Two guys, right. So when he comes off the screen, okay, this is what we call a same-side help situation. The same side that the ball's on, this defender's in a bad spot now. So as Castleton rolls, okay, that will obviously suck in the other weak side defenders. And if this guy helps, then that's Noah Locke. If he doesn't help, then man takes it all, or Appleby takes it all, or whoever your guard is takes it all the way to the point. Or if this big man gets caught in no man's land, it's an easy lob to Castleton. So, I mean, I'm simplifying here. But a different way to get this, and this is what TCU runs a lot of, and it's what I call false action. So what they do is they kind of swing guys from one side of the floor to the other side of the floor where he'll come up and he'll slide down, and here comes the five-man, and guess what you have? You have the exact same, thing, same right? thing. Corners in terms, when coaches talk about spacing, this is what they're talking about. They're talking about, one thing, corners must be occupied at all times. Why is that? Because that's the best three-point shot going. Three-point line's a little Shorter. bit closer, yep. and it's further for guys to close out in terms of catching up defensively. So very popular, four out, one in. Uh, 
uh, uh, coaches talk about proper spacing. This is what they're talking about in terms of keeping the floor spaced from sideline to sideline, putting the defense in a bind um, in, in terms of where does your help come from. What is the best way to defend that? The best way to defend that is, okay, <laughs> what do you need to be good defensively? Okay, length, quickness, yeah. length, ability to block shots. So if you don't have those things, you better come up with a different way. So this is why some teams with their defender on the five-man come out and hedge hard to kind of blow up the play and make you what they then will rescreen. So Castleton, when that happens, he'll actually come back and rescreen and go the other way. And then it's quickly, this guy should rotate offensively so that you now have the same kind of scenario going to the left side of the floor, if that makes sense. It does. So hedge is one way. Having great length with a guy who can jab and get back and recover is another. And then the other thing that, and here I'll just draw this up, this is what Arkansas did to Cooper. So Cooper has the ball coming up the floor. His defender's here, and the next guy is here. They just ran this guy and doubled Cooper, made him give it up to make Auburn take what I call unpracticed shots. So Arkansas, Musselman, was willing to live with, on the backside of this is four against three. But Auburn, you know, they'll be better at it the next time they see it, and somebody, I'm sure, was going to do it again with, with Cooper because he's so dynamic. Baylor didn't have to do a whole lot of that because their defensive guards are good, <laughs> outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, a, a lot stuff. of four out, one in kind of stuff today. Love it. Love, love that chalk talk stuff brought to you by Meldon Law, the only official law partner of the Florida Gators. Now, sub of the week. All right, let me oh, interrupt and okay. you come back to that. Okay. You know who wins these kind of games, right, that I'm talking about here? The guy who has the pen last. <laughs> <laughs> so when you ask me, you know, what's the counter, what's that? I've always got one. Yeah. But now can you translate it to the floor? Because the guy who has the chalk last, he wins. Yeah, I see. I'm sorry, go no, ahead. No, no, but it, that's, that's true. It is no, true. No, that's true. No doubt about it. Uh, Some of the week brought to you by G-Tech Clean. G-Tech Clean is EPA approved to kill COVID-19 and kills 99.9% of all germs and viruses. Visit gtechsport.com for more information. Sub of the week, Mark. Well, it's not often you're going to talk about the number one player in the draft, most likely this upcoming uh, 21 NBA draft coming off the bench, but that's what Cade Cunningham did for Oklahoma State the other day because he had missed the previous couple of games uh, due to COVID protocol. Uh, if you haven't seen Cade Cunningham play, six foot eight guard, uh, he's just dynamite. He's the number one pick in the draft. Forget it. Forget the rest. So he plays 31 minutes uh, in in their win over Arkansas, 21 points, efficient scoring, seven for 13, two for five, five for five, seven rebounds, five assists, three steals. All off the bench. That's pretty good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, and one of the and he hit the game winner, um, not a buzzer beater, but he hit the game, uh, the shot that put Oklahoma State ahead, seventy nine seventy seven. They went on to win eighty one seventy seven. Smooth little fifteen foot fader fade away. Um, he he's he's legit. He he's next level good. And you know right what? Now I don't know why I thought. Of, how about the shot that Oklahoma hit? Uh, late in the game, yeah. Pivot, turn around, yeah. throw it up. Well, and, it, it's wow. no different than Castleton's yes. down the stretch of the Florida game, where he, he he looked like he was a pretzel, <laughs> and then the ball got 
ricocheted around and came right back to him, and then he ends up with an and one. Yeah. I mean, those are the kind of plays that you're going to get when you win those kind of games. We'll take a break. Come back. Much more to come. Hoop, there it is, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. ...has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. There's always a party at Gators Dockside. Plenty of drink specials, lots of large screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action, and oh yeah, delicious food. You know you want some wings. Right now you can get 12 boneless wings any way you want them. Scooter hot or barbecue, two sides and ranch or blue cheese for just $10.99. And Gators Caters. Make your next event a tasty success by getting the Gators Dockside catering crew on the job. Stop by your closest Gators Dockside location or check them out online at GatorsDockside.com. Ma, it's a Mickey D's. There's food at home. But there's no chicken McNuggets at home. Okay, fine. That's two 10-piece chicken McNuggets. Have a nice day. So who's going to be sharing some of those chicken McNuggets? I thought you said there was food at home. You better watch it. (laughs) The you can't get this at home meal. Get it at McDonald's where you can get two of your faves, like a 10-piece chicken McNuggets or a Big Mac for just 5 bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Limited time offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators in our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Hey, Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I've heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that certainly has a nice ring to it. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. When it comes to infotechnology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, MyIT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem. And Titan MRI has same-day scheduling available. Call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is. You got a question you want to get into Mark, you can do so on our Campus USA phone line, 392-8255. In the meantime, we will continue with our coach. Oh, here we go. Yeah. I love it. We have a little surprise for you. Oh, man, made my day. For those who, you better explain this if people don't know. Uh, I am an earth, wind, and fire groupie. 
proud to say that. Uh, I, I you don't want to know how many times I've seen him in in person, and um, uh, I that's one of the things that COVID uh, kind of has robbed of me from last summer. So um, I, I don't know the last summer I did not see Earth, Wind, and Fire somewhere in the country, wow. and I mean. Somewhere, Somewhere in, in the, the country. country. <laughs> That's very nice. Thank you for doing that. All right, Brad. Good job. Coach of the Week brought to you by Celebration Point, Future Home of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate. Coach of the Week. Okay, we're down to three undefeateds now. And if you'll remember uh, last week, uh, I gave you Winthrop's head coach, Pat Kelsey. Okay. Isn't Drake? So they got beat. So I'm going to keep I'm gonna keep on that. Okay. And very good because uh, – um, Darian DeVries is the head coach at Drake, and they won in overtime to survive uh, on the weekend. And so um, he's my coach of the week. But, man, I could have gone in a lot of directions um, um, in terms of uh, teams around the country. But just three undefeateds. And so we'll see if the wise jinx works two straight weeks. (laughs) Time for the... Basketball Top 4, brought to you by MyIT Masters, your one-stop shop for your business's technology solutions. From voice over IP to cybersecurity, nobody does IT like the master. Top 4. I hate to be mundane, but uh, Gonzaga, Baylor, Villanova, and Michigan. I know Michigan's on a lockdown or shutdown or pause, uh, however, whatever COVID phrase we should use these days. So, um but I, I just I didn't see I was ready to maybe put Iowa back in there, but then they lost at home, and so uh, right now I'm keeping it as the same four. Um, got a question here for you, real quick. Um, I understand this is an oddball year because you never know who's going to pause or who's going right. to be out or all that. And I know it's COVID related, Mark, but I don't ever remember a year when the so-called blue bloods were as wow. down as they are. Yeah, I, I looked. Uh, Michigan State lost yesterday uh, poorly, and uh, I look. They're two and six. Yeah. in the in the Big in the Ten league, in the league. Yeah, they, the only one of the Champions Classic. Now I'm going to screw this up. I'm sure. Um, it's Duke, Michigan State, Kentucky, Kansas. Okay, so Kansas is going to make the NCAA tournament. Uh, they have quad one wins. You never lose quad one wins. They're not playing very well right now. I get it, but they're gonna they're gonna be in. Um, Duke took a big step in the right direction this week toward staying in the tournament, but those other two, uh, Kentucky and Michigan State, uh, right now they're not anywhere close they're to done being in. Unless, I, yeah, that's why I thought the Kentucky game was so important for them getting at Texas. I mean, the the first thing you have to do is get to five hundred. Okay, and and Kentucky's I don't know five and ten or whatever. Yeah, it North is. Carolina, North Carolina's in the same boat. Um, they're closer, and they'll have more opportunities because of the ACC. But um, wow, what a what a strange times we're living in. And is that because of COVID, or is that because just their talent isn't as good? Well, I can easily make the case that. The teams that we're talking about are basically, they always have some form of one and dones, okay? And I've made the argument that the COVID season has eliminated so many practices from the schedule. College players get better in practice. It's why old wins, because they've already had years of practice. Freshmen coming in have not, so it's... 
you know, for, Kentucky's the great example. And no, they're not as talented. They don't have quickness out on the perimeter. But they've also been coveted because they've had fewer practices. So it brought me to this point, and I did this this week thinking about our show. Um, we've said that old wins. And I wanted to quantify, well, what does that mean? So I took the top eight conferences in the country, okay? okay. And, and Ken Palm has an experience factor. So I'm eliminating, if you're anybody from the ninth conference on down. So the major conferences in terms of old wins. So the oldest team in the country in the major conference, Georgia Tech, hmm. then Missouri, then Richmond. San Diego State, Wisconsin, Seton Hall, Colorado, Tulsa, Oregon, Creighton. All 10 of those teams have winning records in their conference. That's old wins. Five are in the top 30 of the net. That's old wins. Nine in the top 60 of the net. Old wins. That's one of the reasons why we've said it, and I wanted to have some proof in the pudding, if you will. I I think that's proof in the pudding. I have another question. I'm going to use Kansas State as an example, Mark. Yeah. You know, they've had good years, but right. they're having a bad one now. Right. But Iowa State, same book. Yes. But isn't that the kind of school? Because remember when they were good, was it a couple of years? They were old. Right. Remember, they were right. an older team. Right. They lost all those guys. They don't get the five-star guys back. Don't they have to be successful at those schools to take lumps a little bit and get older? Either that or the transfer. I, I, yeah. I, the transfer thing is going to be, and you talk about a wild scenario, uh, I think the transfer market is where the next wave of cheating happens in our game. I don't think there's any question. It's probably already going on. Um, the fact, and I'm going to say this until I'm blue in the face, but the fact that we have a transfer portal that's open during every day of the year, that's open during every day of your season, and I don't care if you're talking about soccer basketball, football, hockey, volleyball, I don't care. No sport should have, no athlete should have the ability to enter the transfer portal during the season. I'm all for the one-time transfer because um, the NCAA has proven they could not not adjudicate that uh, in any kind of consistent form. So the waiver, that that was a joke. So I'm all for the one-time transfer rule. But you just cannot enter the portal during a season. It makes no sense. I'm with you. Baller of the Week brought to you by McDonald's of Gainesville with 10 locally owned and operated locations. Baller of the Week. Yeah, I might be a little bit uh, biased here because I just had him getting a career high. But Jeremiah Tillman, uh, the big guy from Missouri, who's by far playing the best basketball of his career. He's old school now. He's, He's an old school big guy. He scores block to block. He's not going to stretch the floor. He runs the floor. Um, in, the, in the two games that Missouri played uh, last week, he averaged 27 points, 10.5 boards. He had 33 in my game against TCU. Um, he's, he's learned one of the problems that Jeremiah Tillman has had is foul, foul difficulties. He has learned to play with emotion but not play emotionally which has kept him out of foul troubles. He's playing eight more minutes per game than he did a year ago, and he's a handful right now. How good is Missouri? Well, the Knights, that again, they don't take a lot of threes. They don't make a lot of threes, but they did when it mattered the other night. They're down 12 with four minutes to go. Probably should have gotten beat. 
TCU played lights out, shot lights out. Mike Miles, freshman guard, is sensational for TCU, and he wasn't a top 100 guy. And that's always refreshing for me when you when you see a guy that maybe was undervalued in the recruiting process. Um, but Missouri, you know, Penson, I'll get this maybe not exactly right, but this is the kind of thing that drives coaches a little bit batty. Penson in his last six games, Steve, I want to say went for seven points, two points, 27 points, seven points, <laughs> and the other night he had 36. Wow. A new career high. So, again... You know, when you have that kind of roller coaster, you're gonna have roller coaster production. You're gonna have roller coaster moments on the big board, and um, but I still have Missouri as the second best team in the league right now because they have the best resume in the league. Okay, I will take a break. Come back, more hoop. There it is. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. It's hoop season, and there's many of you out there will try and act like the Gators do on the court and relive the glory days. But when you get the aches and pains from doing the moves you shouldn't be trying anymore, you'll know it's time to see Dr. Paul Gardner, and he'll fix you upright. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they've got affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that'll get you better in no time. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you diagnosed the right way. So call them today at 727-4438. At Center State Bank, they put business first. They're the largest community bank in the state of Florida and understand that small businesses need a community business partner that they can rely on. Center State has five convenient Alachua County locations to serve you better. They invite you to come in and experience the Center State difference. To learn more, visit CenterStateBank.com. Center State Bank, member FDIC. You might know that State Farm agent Ruz Agra has great service. He's your good neighbor after all, but did you know that State Farm has surprisingly good rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Ruz Agra has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Gainesville and North Central Florida. So call State Farm agent Ruz Agra at 352-240-1779 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's is going to be a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Connect more with crime prevention security systems and easily view cameras at your home or business. Contact them today at cpss.net. All right, we're getting near the end of a always fast-moving Hoop, There It Is today. Team of the Week, brought to you by Ruse Ugra State Farm Insurance. State Farm agent Ruse Ugra is your go-to agent in Gainesville, North Central Florida, for the service you deserve at the price you want. Team of the Week. I'm going to cheat and say Team of the Month, 
because if you have wins over West Virginia, Kansas, and Alabama, and Texas, like Oklahoma has done in the last, I don't know, 20 days or whatever, wow, that is some big... Here's the thing, though. Oklahoma, coached by Lon Kruger, of course, they beat West Virginia when they were ranked number nine. They beat Kansas when they were ranked number nine. And they beat Alabama when they were ranked yeah, number nine. Number yeah. nine, yeah. Now, Texas messed all that up because they were fifth when they beat them. But I haven't looked to see who's ranked ninth or coming out later today. Don't play Oklahoma. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, all right, games to watch. Brought to you by Gators Dockside, where Gators go for good food and good times with more TDs than anybody. You can always catch the game at Gators Dockside. Games to watch. Well, the two leading teams in the SOCON play tonight. That's East Tennessee State uh, at Wofford. And obviously the Wises will be rooting um, for ETSU unashamedly. However, I also want to bring your attention to Oklahoma, who we just talked about, plays at Texas Tech tonight. That's worth watching. Tuesday, Kentucky, Missouri. Wednesday, LSU, Alabama. Ooh. Thursday, Ohio State at Iowa. Friday, Little Rock, if you want a little happy hour action, Little Rock and Texas State trying to win that Sunbelt Conference. They play at 5, so it's an early start for you. If you happen to miss it, they also play Saturday at 5, so you can get your happy hour game in either way. <laughs> Saturday, Texas at Oklahoma State. Tennessee at Kentucky. Alabama at Missouri. So Alabama's got a great week. They've, they've got LSU at home, and then they go to Missouri. And then to stay up late and watch that L.A. crosstown rival, rivalry between UCLA and USC. That's kind of cool to see, too, because especially with UCLA's you know vintage and all that. But right. those two uh, teams now playing pretty well. They may be the two best teams in the Pac-12, and that's the reason why I – uh, bring that up. Um, UCLA's ahead, I think, by one game right now. I think they've lost one game, um, but that that'll be a that'll be a good game. Good game for late night viewing. We're going to come back. If you have a question for Mark, you can get it in here late and hoop. There it is. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. You might know that State Farm Agent Ruz Agra has great service. He's your good neighbor, after all, but did you know that State Farm has surprisingly good rates, too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm Agent Ruz Agra has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Gainesville and North Central Florida. So call State Farm Agent Ruz Agra at 352-240-1779 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. G-Tech Clean is your complete germ protection. It's EPA approved to kill COVID-19 and kills 99.9% .9 of all germs and viruses. G-Tech Clean kills black mold and also deodorizes. It's the safe, affordable way to clean and sanitize your business. No matter if it's a gym, school, retail store, or office, G-Tech Clean is formulated to provide 24-7 protection. Try G-Tech Sport to keep your locker room and sports equipment clean and free of odors and germs. Visit gtechclean.com to see the wide array of G-Tech products to keep you safe. G-Tech Clean. 
There's always a party at Gators Dockside. Plenty of drink specials, lots of large screen TVs so you won't miss one second of the action, and oh yeah, delicious food. You know you want some wings. Right now you can get 12 boneless wings any way you want them. Scooter hot or barbecue, two sides and rancher blue cheese for just $10.99. And Gators Caters. Make your next event a tasty success by getting the Gators Dockside Catering Crew on the job. Stop by your closest Gators Dockside location or check them out online at GatorsDockside.com. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. I was riding as a passenger in my friend's vehicle. A fellow ran a stop sign and we T-boned him. Had neck and shoulder and knee injuries and didn't know what to do. And I remember seeing one of Jeffrey's ads. So I gave him a call. He explained everything to me. I'd go see him and everything was done. Everything was taken care of. Don't waste your time with anybody else. Go see Jeffrey. Melden Law, where you matter most offices in Gainesville and Ocala. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. If you have a question, uh, as we end Hoop, There It Is today for Mark on our Campus USA phone line, 392-8255. Mark, Florida plays a struggling South Carolina team on yeah. Wednesday. Can't afford a letdown here. Well, again, I mean, you can pl- you could still play well and lose yep. in this day and age, okay? Um, South Carolina, to me, has been really impacted by the COVID. They've had several um, uh, pauses, if you will. Frank Martin has had COVID twice now. Um, and, again, it's it's they've changed. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they play defensively because two games ago when they um, won against Georgia, they backed off defensively. They did not play that up in your grill, and yet Vanderbilt the other day you know, scores 52 points in the first half. Uh, they had no answer. Um, so I just don't think South Carolina's had a lot of practice. And as a result, they, they look discombobulated on both ends of the floor. Um Kuznard and, and A.J. Lawson's been sensational. He He's a different player because he has determined, I think he, he's wrapped his arms around the fact, I need to get 20 for us. And, and I think he was a reluctant shooter sometimes. And he should know that uh, Frank's going to give him the green light. Now, one thing about, you know, uh, um, a, a misnomer about South Carolina over the years is because they have played up in your grill defense, and then they foul way too much, they I've, I've documented that for the last couple of years. But because they play that way, you would think their games would be low-tempo, grinded-out games. They're not. They are not. They are a fast-tempo team. So uh, they're going to look to push at every opportunity. They're going to look to jam the ball to the basket at every opportunity. Keyshawn Bryant's playing the best basketball of his career, kind of an athletic wing, six foot six, not really a shooter, but slasher, plays above the rim. Um, again, you'll you'll have to play well, but that's you know in a major conference that's true 
most nights. Brad, we're going to go just a couple minutes over here just so let you know. Because um, I want to ask about something that uh, Jerry Stackhouse did. He kind of went old school right. on his team. Right. Right. And you don't see that a lot now. Right. I, they could have folded their tents against right. Florida, didn't, right. and they get right. a win. How often, if you're going poorly, and I'm just using, you know, because Frank Martin is an in your face guy. Right. Okay. But you can't play that card too often as a coach, can you? Not in this day and age of the transfer that's portal. What I mean, I yeah. mean, you yeah. just that that to me that's another dynamic that is co- coaching. Um, you know, it, it, let, let me answer this this way: there has never been a coaching playbook handbook um, manual that was written for a pandemic. Right. So every coach is doing it on the fly. And I think the frustration level for most of the coaches that I have had so far this year is at an astronomical level. Now, part of me goes, hey, look, you get paid enough money to handle this, okay? But the stress of – because at some point in time, you're parenting your players. I I don't care what people want to call it, but you are parenting your players. Yes, so, I mean, COVID has just brought forth so many difficult issues that need to be addressed on a daily basis. And then you're trying to get these guys to, you know, play well and win enough. And I think the other thing to that, you're absolutely right in, in parenting players. But Mike said it the other day after the game. He said, after Keontae went down, we were done. Right. We were done. So I think people, I mean, these are young kids and yes, they bounce back, but they've had to go through a lot with this stuff, too. Yeah, I've said the two best um, college basketball stories this year are Keontae Johnson in Florida and the fact that Keontae Johnson is sitting on the bench. that That's a marvelous story. And then the Andrew Jones story at Texas who overcame leukemia, hit the game-winning shot, I don't know, three weeks ago now and is averaging 16 points a game at Texas. So um, there are some things that are bigger than our game. And uh, these are two great stories for two great guys, two great programs. So I feel real good. I I love what Mike White has gotten this team uh, to do. And everybody wants to talk to me about this or that about Mike White. And, you know, before this last surge offensively, playing a little faster, uh, I think even you asked me, somebody called in one time and said, it's not any fun to watch. Well, here's my answer to that. Let me tell you what's fun. Fun is getting into the NCAA tournament. Fun is winning a game in the NCAA tournament. So until those things don't happen, it's just a ridiculous conversation. Well, this hour always goes by too fast, my friend. Thank you, uh, and uh, enjoy your game this week. Thanks. I've got uh, Texas A&M Vandy on Wednesday and Texas A&M Arkansas on Saturday. So a lot I, of Aggies. A lot of Aggies. And then next Wednesday, I've got them again. I've got them three straight games. <laughs> wow. Buzz Williams and I. Here I come, Buzz. Coach Mark Wise on the (laughs) A&M. Sports Scene is next. Thanks to Brad for producing this. He'll produce our Sports Scene show, too. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM. That's 1-800-747-3733.